this morning my little talk is on courage, being courageous. And I was just thinking there about um, uh, who amongst you are courageous. And I thought to myself, um, who in this room regards themselves as courageous? Okay, that's good. Who in this room regards themselves as um, not courageous? Right? Who in this room hasn't put their hand up yet? Good, I just didn't want you to feel as though you left out. Now, I've got a present here for the most courageous person of the week. It's sort of like the Top Gun present. And I'm giving the Top Gun... I hope, I hope he's still here. Brian, where's Brian? Where's Brian? 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 He's gone. He's left. He's gone. Oh, well, Brian, that was the... Is he coming back? He's not coming back. Right, well... Okay, look, okay, I'll have to, get, have to give it to somebody else. I'd say, Brian, you've got to be here. It's sort of like being at uh, the Brothers, you know, when you go there and you get the membership drawer and you, you hope you're, you're going to get something for nothing. So um, the next, next one. Now, how am I going to do this? Most courageous person in the room who's got time to actually play a game on their desk. That, that certainly wouldn't be Renee. She wouldn't have time to, um, to <laughs> play a game. At a desk. Now, Ruth, Ruth, you're a lawyer. You've got plenty of time on your hands. You sit at a desk. You're pretty courageous. There's a little present for you. Bless you. I hope that game... So today you are the... the um, sorry about You're the second courageous person in the room. Brian was the, the most courageous, I thought, so... There we go. But, uh, but you're all cre courageous, and that's, and that's good. It just depends sometimes what comes along in our life. Um, courage. I like um, Psalm 31, verse 24, which, which sort of sums up some lovely words. It says, you know, this, it depends which version you read of the Bible, but, but I, like, I like this particular psalm because it says there, so cheer up. So cheer up. Now, there's a, there's a few little sayings that I'd like you to, to take with you today to remember. You know, like you're driving along in the car here and you've got, you've, this is like me, you've got the, the radio tuned to Radio National, you know, you're getting all the good information through Radio National and somebody's interviewed and they say a word and you think, oh, that's dynamic. You know, that's really great statement. I'd like to use that word. Well, as you turn around, you know, into the driveway just around here, it's gone. You can't remember what it is. That's with me. I can't remember. But, but I'd like you to remember a couple of things this morning. And, and even if you've got to, sometimes it's good if you repeat things over and over. Or for me, it's best if I tell Beth, who can then remember and tell me back. Um, so cheer up. You know, the, the psalmist was saying, um, well, actually it was the Lord telling the psalmist, so cheer up. And it wasn't um, 
they weren't meant to be words of, you know, wipe the tears out of your eyes. It was sort of, it was put in a context of get off, get off your backside and do something because that's the only way you're going to get yourself smiling again. And that's the only way you're going to get back, and back into, into gear. And, and you will be, if you do that, you'll be courageous. So cheer up, take courage if you depend upon the Lord. So if you depend upon the Lord and if you're trying to depend upon the Lord, then the Lord is saying to you today, as he said to the psalmist, because he says it in scripture, to all of us, it's not something that I have invented, he wants us to cheer up, take courage and depend upon him. At some point in your life, surely you've wanted to, to change something in your life and you've wanted courage for a better life. Um, Jared's not here this morning, I don't think, but, you know, Jared's one of those people who want to give up smoking, you know, and we say to Jared, those of us who know Jared, Jared, you can do it. You just need to stop, you know. You just need to stop smoking. You've got to get that courage. You've got to ask God to help you. And he's, he's yes, yes, I want to do it. I want to do it. And maybe it's not, he's not here this morning because... He's in withdrawal. Let's hope that that's the case, you know. Let's hope that that's the, the reason why he's not here. He's on, that, he's on, um, he's on the road of, of giving up, of changing something. Maybe not, not changing coming to church is not, probably not a good thing. But, but change, you know, giving up those things. Perhaps you've, um, you've, there's a destructive relationship that you're involved in. And, you know, like, you know, Hands up any of you who have been in a destructive relationship. Yeah, it was certainly before I met Beth. It's not, you know, you'd be glad to hear that. But, but you know, I've been in a destructive relationship in my, my early years, long time ago. But I've wanted to, you know, and I wanted to change that. Now, if you're in a destructive relationship now, you need to take courage and do something about it. You need to change it. What about giving change of jobs? You know, like sometimes you're in a rut with a job and it's never been my personal experience. I've, I've enjoyed the work that I've, that I've done. But I can imagine and I've heard lots of people who are, who are in a job and they just haven't got the courage to actually change, to move out of that job. You know, the other day I sent, um, I sent Claire a text message about a job in Toowoomba and it's a cl clinical coordinator of a job up in Toowoomba. And so um, then I thought, oh, maybe I should explain to her that I'm not asking her to take up the job in, in Toowoomba. <laughs> so, but I'm just giving her some information and information about, you know, how they set out their job application and whatever and whatever. But... But, you know, wouldn't it be awful if, if someone was, you know, if you're rutted in a job, you know, you've got to get up there. You've got to have courage to get out there and, and take a risk. But, but do it with the understanding that, you know, maybe pray about it first, read his word, talk about the people around you who, who would encourage you, who would 
give you good feedback and then take courage and step out in faith and change that job. Have you felt like you could, um, you know, that, that the world is passing you by and that nothing's happening for you? You know, that, that something needs to change but, but you just feel in a bit of a rut. Well, many of us can feel like that in, in all sorts of different cases. Well, sometimes you need to take courage and take a lot of courage to overcome things. There might be bigger things in your life you need to take courage or, or some sm- some, sometimes smaller things. Like today, um, you know, it, it takes... For me, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of... My, my driving like Jack Brabham... You probably, some of you don't even know who Jack Brabham was... But my, my, my driving like, um, who would be a good, Craig, Craig Lowndes, yeah. Now, those days are gone, you know. I can't, and, and I can't even drive much at night time now because I, I have sort of bad night driving. But, but sometimes, you know, to get in the car and drive takes courage, takes a bit of courage. For those of you, some of you here, it might take a lot of courage to drive a car or a bus, I can remember driving a 22-seater bus for the first time and it took me a lot of courage. I'd never driven um, a bus before in my life and someone said, you can drive it. And so I drove it and the people never let me drive it again. (laughs) Thank goodness. But, you know, like there's, there's also things like, you know, just wanting to talk to someone, you know, taking the courage to just going up to someone who you don't know, and we have that time in our church each day, um, you know, we try to, uh, going up to someone you don't know and saying hello takes courage. Maybe not a lot of courage, but it still takes courage to do that. Some things take a lot of courage, like, you know, standing up here, if you've never... If you've never stood up in front of a group of people and given your testimony, it can be very confronting. Coming up here for the for a first time or second time or third time or two hundredth time and giving a sermon that God has given you can take a lot of courage. But we need to share that, we need to do that, and God will help you if you ask Him to give you the courage to do that. So and also Take courage when a person might say something to you that pushes your button, you know. You know the old button pusher? You allow someone to push the button and you're off, you know, you're boom. Well, it takes courage to actually walk away from that situation or to, or to just um, maybe make a, a, a passing comment like, um, look, I'm sorry you feel that way and then walk away. But, don't, but take control of a situation, takes courage. So these things can paralyse us often. They can paralyse us and they can stop us from, from, um, from getting involved in, in so much. In the Bible, Joshua chapter 1, verse 6, God says to Joshua to go into the promised land. And uh, Moses had just died and they were on the edge of the the promised land and had been promised to them that, you know, the promised land had been promised to them. And uh, God said to Joshua, go, it's all yours. 
Now, they'd been wandering around for 40 years in the desert and they'd been fighting and all sorts of things. And they could have quite easily have got into a rut of being just a nomadic people. And there's many groups in communities in the world that still do that. But instead of that, Joshua said, well, God said to Joshua, he said that you are, a, you are to be strong and brave. You need only to be strong and courageous and listen to me and you will reap the harvest of the promised land. Have courage. Have courage. So Joshua went off and told the leaders of, that, of the, the group, the Israelite people, of what God had said to them, and they told him to go. We will follow you, man of God, because you have the ability to lead and you have courage, and so we will follow you. We all have experienced fear and doubt, and sometimes fear can grip us so much that we, we can not take up an opportunity like that, like what Joshua had. He had that opportunity that was given to him by God. But it would, been, it wouldn't, it would have been easy for him to have said, no, look, you know, God, I don't want to do that. I want to stay in my comfort area. I want to stay what I'm doing. But Joshua, he could have chosen to have stayed there, but he moved on. Life is a lot easier. You know, life is a lot easier when we trust God. Now, that's another one of those sayings, if you can remember, to take with you. Life is a lot easier if we trust God. It's not, I don't think that it says it specifically in the Bible, but they're certainly inferred. Life is a lot easier if we trust God. There's an old saying that goes, an unknown future to a known God. Trust an unknown future to a known God. It's a good saying. So what's the definition of courage? <clears throat> Michael, definition of courage? No, that's just you. You're just a living definition, aren't you? Um, Paul, definition of courage. Go up there on high ground with the troops. Man of God, hallelujah. Albie, man of God, definition of courage. Soldiering on in the midst of adversity and physical pain and your you, courage, you keep going on. Michael's got his hand up up there. Good on you, Michael. Overpowering one's fear is certainly a definition. The Bible, the actual definition in the in the um, in the in the uh, dictionary, and not defined by people who are around this room, but it's the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain. See, man of courage. He's going to get up there, and he's going to be. Brave, be strong. Yes. It's hard for, it's hard for a two-year-old to reverse into that. I, look, I do it all the time. Reverse into things. You know. Preferably cars and car parks. But. 
So yes, the quality of mind or spirit enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain without fear. Courage begins in the mind, <coughs> excuse me, like a seed, and then we let God grow this seed as we surrender to him. We need to surrender to him. So I've just quickly, just to wrap up this, this message about courage, it's, you know, if you, if you want courage, ask God for it. It's as simple as that, really. Um, and then we need to trust him. But let me give you, let me give you four little tips very quickly about to, how to develop courage as a quality of mind. Firstly, be positive. Be positive. I love some of these old songs. I was talking to Arthur out the back there before we came into church, some of the songs of the 60s. And I don't know whether it was of the 60s, but it has a bit of a, a movement that I like, you know, one of those sort of those songs that goes like, you know. Do you know the song I meant? Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Do you, do you know that song? Steve, you could sing it a lot better than me. You can, yeah. So, but I mean, that's, that's, you know, that is being positive. It's, 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 it's so simple, it's stupid, you can't do it. Life is, is a lot more complex than, you know, don't worry, you know, be happy. Probably the person who sang it was at the time smoking a couple of joints or something. But, <laughs> <coughs> but the whole philosophy behind it is good. The whole philosophy behind it is is, is sound. You know, Paul, in, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, he says, Don't worry about anything, but in all your prayers, ask God for what you need, always asking him with a, great, with a grateful heart, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will renew your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So he was, Paul was a little bit of a, don't worry. You know, they're going to crucify me. They're going to stone me. Yeah, but don't worry. Yeah, well, he, did, he said it. It's in the book. It's in the book. So look positive on things. But we need to, to look positive on things. We need to trust God and we need to obey him. We need to, to consider how better your life can be if you do that change. How much better will your lives of those you love and who love you can be when you make those change? Imagine yourself in a happy place as a result of you being courageous and trusting God and allowing him to, be, to, to help you to be happy. You know, allow yourself, put yourself, close your mind, close, close your eyes sometimes and, and just imagine yourself to be in a happy place and then imagine God to be in that place with you. That's a, it's a little bit of meditation that we sometimes miss out on in the world in which we live in. Secondly, what obstacles are there that stop you from developing this quality of being courageous? Well, as I said before, fear of the unknown. People don't like surprises, so... Those sorts of things, fear of the unknown, can derail us, can set us off on a different track. And you might have opposition from friends or family. 
and I've seen this so often. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it in the recovery program where, where the people who have been, you know, the, they've wanted us to change, to be new people, but then when we, we actually start being courageous and saying, yes, I want to change, I want to, you know, I want to do it, and then they, then they say, no, don't change that much because we, we don't know you. If you're gonna if you're gonna change that much, we're not gonna be able to smoke pot with you anymore. We won't be able to go to the pub together anymore. We won't be able to you know do all those crazy stuff together anymore because you won't want to be with us. You know we won't be able to jump over the fence and do a bit of you know stealing, which was a lot of fun, and had we had a lot of time a lot of fun doing that. You know the adrenaline of running away with something that didn't belong to you. Those things, they won't be able to happen anymore because you are courageous, you are changing your yourself. So you need to be careful that other people don't derail you from being courageous and, de and developing. So destructive people, even those who love you. Remember this, that Jesus said, I will give you the power... To be courageous, I will give you the power to overcome. To overcome. To overcome. The courage to overcome obstacles that come your way. Thirdly, and this is my second last point, Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled with this fear. Fear is, fear is one of the top human emotions. And so often we will say to ourselves, oh, yeah, Major, well, you know, that's okay, you saying, you know, be courageous, but what if I do this, you know? What if? if you know, if what if wasn't uh, in the word and the alphabet or the language, I think we'd be better off because what if sort of has that sort of, life is going to be beautiful, but, um, you know, what if? This happens, you know. What if? And it, it can turn a positive into a negative very quickly. And we need to turn that sort of what if, oh, I don't know, what if this happens? We need to turn it around to be what if? What if I'm not being courageous? What if I don't change, my, start changing myself? And I'm still the same person today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next, next in 10 years' time, in whatever. You know, just imagine, just imagine if you've got some issues in your life today and if you're not courageous enough to face them and challenge them, can you see yourself in 10 years' time with those same issues with those same things hanging on to you. You know, don't let it happen. Be courageous now and move those things. God wants to help you now to move those things, those barriers, those what ifs. Don't, don't let the what ifs come in. So be courageous. Visualise yourself five years from now and, and look at the situation of what if I do this thing courageously? You know, what situation am I going to be in? 
Jesus said, I have come to bring you life and life in all its fullness. So if you're at all feeling miserable or you're feeling a bit lack of courageous, you know, Jesus said, I've come to bring you courage. I've come to bring you life. I've come to bring you life in all its fullness. And I will give you, he says, everything that you need to be courageous. Everything. In Nehemiah 8.10, which is one of my favourite little passages of scripture, the joy of the Lord is my strength, the prophet says. And he was in the midst of of great turmoil. You know, he was rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem after they'd been ripped down by the Persian Empire. And this man, this prophet, was getting people together to rebuild the walls. And in the midst of all that building and, and at night time, you know, raiders used to come down and pull the building down that they'd built during the day. And then the next day they'd get up and the building would be pulled down that they'd done. So they'd do it again, you know. They... But he said, you know, he was determined and he said to the people, the joy of the Lord is my strength, my courage to keep building, to keep going. And he did it. He did it because God was with him and he trusted God. And that just leads in, <clears throat> into my last point, determination. Sometimes we simply have to grit our teeth and push forward. We need to push forward. But realising that we're never alone, that God in the midst of our, our courage will be there. It's a really Broncos, Cowboys thing. You know, it's really up there. You know, what, what happened to the Cowboys? We won't talk about it. because. But what happened to the Broncos? Yeah, we can talk about that. You know, they pushed up. I love the way that they say on the commentary, they say, you know, the Broncos pushed up the centre. You know, they pushed up the centre of the ground. I love Gus Gould's comments when, you're, when he's talking about positively about the Broncos. But, um, you know, pushing up. You know, they're pushing up. They're just, and then they just hop over the line and score the try, you know. They push up. They're determined, hopefully, most of the time. But the thing is, with, as Christians, we can be determined. We've got far more than, than, what's the name of the Broncos coach again? Wayne Bennett. We've got far more than Wayne Bennett. We've got far more than Wayne Bennett, you know, behind us than the Cowboys have. We have an almighty God. We have a mighty God. So we need to press on. We need to stay on course. William Booth said once, he said, I'll fight, I'll fight. No matter what it takes, I'll fight. Determined. So this is what God wants us to do. He wants us to press on. You know, we're, not, we're no, never alone. I, I sometimes think when just, just finishing this sermon, just as a group comes up and to play, I think, I think to myself, you know, maybe, maybe people might think, oh, look, it's all right to be courageous and to say it, but, you know, how do I get that courage? You know, how do, where does that strength come from? You know, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, you know, I'm really, I've been couraged out. But then there's a, there's a word here that I found in the Salvation Army songbook that, I've, that I was led to, and it's, it's written by 
a general of the Salvation Army and it, and it says some beautiful words about what the Holy Spirit does, you know, because the Holy Spirit came, Jesus was taken, you know, up into heaven, but he said, I will leave you someone to be a comforter. I'll, I will be with you always. And that's the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who's in this room right now, the Holy Spirit who wants to give us, speak to our conscience and encourage us, the Holy Spirit of God who wants to give us power and the power that's available is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. And this songwriter writes here, it says, At the moment of my weakness, when my need for power is plain, and my own strength is exhausted once again, then my Lord has made provision for the day of my despair, and his precious Holy Spirit hears my prayer. Then my Lord has made provision for the day of my despair and his precious Holy Spirit hears my prayer. And then it goes on the chorus, it says, Holy Spirit, promise presence fall on me. Holy Spirit, make me all I long to be. Holy Spirit, give your power to me, O Holy Spirit. This morning, just as the, as the group plays, just maybe you could ask God the Holy Spirit to help you to be cor courageous. Let's just reflect on that for a few minutes as the band plays. And we sing this song this morning, a song that we've, we sang. I'll let, I'll let. Christ is my 